0: hello and welcome back to west bank bible church podcast thank you for being here today we'll be on daniel lesson number 48 but before we begin as is our custom let's remember first john 1 9 as may or may not be necessary Dear Heavenly Father please take what we're going to present today and metabolize it to our souls so we can learn and come just a little bit closer to walking those right steps. Bless us, guide us, keep us safe in Jesus name I pray amen. All right lesson number 48 in the book of Daniel. starting at the end of page one it's review prior to that and this is a little review as well before we kick off new material for brief review let's review several of the lessons learned from chapter 3 which we did at the end but i think is worthy to mention it again briefly as we move forward daniel chapter 3 reveals the pernicious activities of religion Two, God cannot be reduced to material substance. Therefore, nothing made by man is worthy of worship. Three, neither pride nor the abuse of regal power could change the course of human history. Four, governmental interference with human volition in spiritual matters is anti-biblical and does not constitute a legitimate function of government. Five, ecumenical religion is not tolerated under God's protocol. Six, God never honors compromise even if it feels good. Seven, as believers, we should never be foolish enough to retaliate against our personal enemies. Remember, the battle and vengeance is the Lord's. In time of pressure and suffering, the presence of doctrine in the soul is imperative. Happiness comes from doctrine in the soul and not from materialistic possessions or power. God protected the faithful believers of Daniel's day when they faced persecution and death. God protects his people. He will always protect his own. Daniel chapter 3 has a special application for his people of Israel during a special trial under the Antichrist. In 19.1, Nebuchadnezzar is a picture of the false prophet who sets up an image to be worshipped in the false temple. And that was from Revelation 13, verse 11 through 15, that we just went through at the end of the last lesson, so we're not going to review that. All right, we're at the top of page three on Daniel 11.31. His armed forces will rise up to desecrate the temple fortress and will abolish the daily sacrifice. Then they will set up the abomination that causes desolation. Matthew 24.15. So when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation spoken of through the prophet Daniel, Let the reader understand. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego depict a believing Israel in the tribulation. A cadre of true Jews who, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, will be delivered by the Christ at his second coming. We'll go to Zechariah chapter 14, verse 1 through 9, and then Matthew chapter 24, verse 9 through 26. And here we go. A day of the Lord is coming when your plunder will be divided among you. I will gather all the nations to Israel to fight against it. The city will be captured, the houses ransacked and the women raped. Half of the city will go into exile, but the rest of the people will not be taken from the city. Then the Lord will go out and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. On that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, forming a great valley, with half of the mountain moving north and half moving south. You will flee by my mountain valley, for it will extend to Azel. You will flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Then the Lord my God will come, and all the holy ones with him. On that day there will be no light, no cold or frost. It will be a unique day, without daytime or nighttime, a day known to the Lord. When evening comes, there will be light. On that day, living water will flow out from Jerusalem, half to the eastern sea and half to the western sea, in summer and winter. The Lord will be king over the whole earth. On that day, there will be one Lord, and his name, the only name. All right, now Matthew chapter 24, verse 9 through 16 then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death and you'll be hated by all nations because of me at that time many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness the love of most will grow cold but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So when you see standing in the holy place, the abomination that causes desolation, spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea Flee to the mountains. And then verse 29 through 31. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and all the nations of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. All right, point point 19.4. The furnace foreshadows the tribulation period. The fourth person in the furnace, the Son of God, is analogous to Jesus Christ at the 2nd Advent. Just as he came to the furnace, he will come to the earth, deliver all the believers of the tribulation. He also walks with us and sustains us during our fiery trials. Recall trials and tribulations in time are inevitable and are to be expected. All right, here we go. Now we can see what we're going to learn from Daniel chapter four. went on, we're in chapter four. 48 lessons for one, two, and three. All right, at the end of Daniel chapter two and three, Nebuchadnezzar had observed the power of the God of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel 2.47, the king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal this mystery. And then in 328 and 29, then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command So, although the king had heard the message of salvation, he rejected the gift of eternal life. How faithful is God! For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. God never fails mankind. Romans 1 verse 20. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities... His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. After the point of God's consciousness, every normal individual has an opportunity to become a child of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Some make the transition easily, Others have to be brought low before they look beyond themselves. Titus 2.11 For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. John 1, eight and 9 He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Romans chapter 1 Verse 20 and 21. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Nebuchadnezzar's salvation came only after the temporary loss of his kingdom and his sanity. Daniel chapter 4 is actually a tract written by this king after his restoration to power. He describes the depths to which he sank before he accepted Christ as his Savior. Now see we learn from Daniel chapter 4, verse 1. Nebuchadnezzar the king, unto all people, nations, and language that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied upon you. So the king is at this point the regenerate ruler of the Chaldean Empire. Since the tract was written after he was saved, it is a retrospective exposition. Notice that Nebuchadnezzar wanted everyone to know about his salvation. So he addressed the message unto all people, nations, and languages in his far-flung empire. When a person trusts Christ as savior, and has the assurance of eternal security, he should be ready to share this information with others. Remember your own conversion. You should think of your salvation as your most valuable possession in the world. Not only should this provide us with tremendous enthusiasm, but further, it enables us to cut through the barrage of ridicule, sarcasm, or any obstacle we may encounter when witnessing for Christ. This is not to say that we will always feel absolutely comfortable in witnessing, quite the contrary given the nature of what we are doing and where we are doing it. Every born-again believer should want to follow in Nebuchadnezzar's footsteps by sharing the gospel with others, but only when God the holy spirit provides the opportunity the salutation ends with peace be multiplied unto you peace shalom was the standard greeting of the ancient east but this phrase said more than a simple hello the phrase be multiplied is the peel imperfect and is much stronger than peace be with you. Peace be multiplied represents a placid, stabilized condition under all circumstances and means that peace, which is made available to every believer, sufficient to meet every problem in life. The trick is, however, it only comes to those who elect, to positively receive our Lord's love overtures. After Nebuchadnezzar was saved, he understood that the only way blessing could be multiplied in the human race was through the plan of God. And that concludes lesson number 48 in the book of Daniel. You already know. Sure, happy you were with us today, and I look forward to being with you again next week. If there's anyone out there without Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Right now in the privacy of your own home, heart, apartment, wherever you are, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for what was provided to us today. We thank you for all your many blessings. Please, God, direct, keep us safe through the coming week. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So until next time, so long.